Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is February 11th, 2020, and we are three days away from Valentine's Day. I want to make my first announcement, my first and only announcement. You can follow the Unicorn Club for Introverts on Twitter. You'll know that you'll have the right handle when you see a unicorn made out of burlap. There is where I post random things that pop into my mind. Um, Just too quick (laughs) for a podcast. And so you'll always get tips on relationships, dating, and family, friends, entrepreneurship, all sorts of things. So, it is like 15 minutes to 6 in the morning. And um, I was thinking, there is a saying that a woman cannot change a man. That you should believe a man when he says, He doesn't want a relationship. And a woman should see a man for exactly who he shows himself to be. But the bottom line is a woman cannot change a man. That's the saying, right? I think that it's not true. I think that when a man sees a woman and he decides right then and there that he wants that woman, there is nothing and no one that can stop that man from pursuing that woman. He will find out what it is that she likes. He will be on his best behavior. He will be respectful, and he will do everything that he needs to do to get that woman. He will pursue her, whether it takes six months, a year, two years. He will pursue that woman. So it's not that the woman did anything to change a man. The man changed on his own. And with that being said, if a man comes to a woman or says to a woman that he just wants to be single and live his best life and have fun, no strings attached, no commitment, whatever terminology is used in 2020, it's just that woman that he does not want. And a lot of the times, it's just a feeling that he has about that particular woman. I've said this before in my podcast, and I'll say it again. Once a man has his heart broken one time, he turns into a little psychic friend. Or a little, uh, uh, let me stop using that terminology. He turns into 
a prophet of God. And he goes off of energy or what his inner man or his spirit is telling him. And if his inner man or his spirit is telling him no, that's exactly what it's going to be. But because there are some men that think with their little head instead of their big head, they will still lay down and have sex with that woman knowing that he's not going to commit to her while she, in turn, is trying to get a commitment from him. Men know how to seize an opportunity when he sees one. And they will pounce all over it. So if he sees he has the opportunity to not commit and get the punani and get the benefits of the woman, that's exactly what he's going to do until he sees that one who he says, ah, I want her, her right there. That's who I want. And then he'll leave, girl A. And it'll be like he fell off of the face of the earth. He won't say anything to her. While the woman is sitting there trying to figure out what the F happened. And the reason why some people do that is because they want to leave the door open. Just in case what they're trying to do with the next person does not work out. They want to be able to go back and get the benefits of that person. And some men know to tell the truth and, and because they know the truth is the only thing that will get them back in the door with that woman. And some men will lie or they'll talk, but they won't be saying anything at all. It's like when you ask a person a question and they respond instead of answering the question. That's what some men will do. They won't say, yeah, I saw the woman that I really wanted to be with and so I left you for her because I was trying to get her. And the reason why I left you or, or the reason why I ghosted you like that is because I just wanted an opportunity to Come back just in case that woman did not want me. They, they, no one's going to be that honest. There are some men who know how to tell women what they want to hear and make them feel good about their stretch marks and their weight and their bald edges and their flaws. <laughs> So that they could get the punani. They're really taking advantage of a woman's low confidence, low self-esteem, emotional insecurity, naive, gullible, blindness. They're just taking advantage of it. And it's up to the woman to be smart enough to hear what's not being said. So, here's what I was thinking. There have been men whom I will not be in a relationship with. 
And it's because I have various reasons as to why. When a man opens up his mouth and he sounds ghetto, I don't want him. He shows me the type of people that he has always been influenced by. And I know with that territory, a lack of respect for women is involved. And I personally will not and cannot be bothered with a man that is that way. It could be that he's a bum. And though I don't live in a mansion, and though I don't drive a Maybach, and though I don't have an 800 or an 850 credit score, I'm close to it. I'm a few points away from 800, but that's besides the point. (laughs) I don't want a bum. I don't want to leave my home early in the morning to go out and work and work on my entrepreneurial endeavors, you know, during my lunch break or whatever the case may be on my commute to and from work. And I get home and he's in the house because he was there all day. And he thinks a home-cooked meal would appease me. I would get tired of that after a while. Someone like that would need to have a job, a career, or even a hobby that brings in an income. Not so much for myself. But for him, for himself, really so that I could respect him as a man. And also because he needs to contribute to the household expenses. So there's a variety of reasons as to why... um, I tell specific men, I don't want to be in a relationship. It's not that I don't want to be in a relationship. It's that it's just him. He turned me off. There was something about him that turned me off. And everyone has different personalities and character traits and upbringing, so forth and so on. So... My reason would always depend on the person. If I see that a man is talking to me, but he just wasn't that interested from the very beginning, of course that is someone that I would not be interested in a relationship with. How could I be? It wouldn't make sense. He is also someone that would never get my vagina. I wouldn't even say anything to him. I wouldn't let him know that he wouldn't get my vagina if I felt 
feel like I had some free time to spare. And he said, hey, let's go out and do something. I would go, but I would be paying my own way. We'd be going Dutch. And my reason for doing that is not to be, you know, operating from out of masculine energy. It would be to show him, I don't need a man, but I want one. So, there has been men that I have been telling, I am not interested in having a relationship. And they have been very upset with me. <laughs> it's not funny, but they have been very upset with me. I've been hearing, it's a shame you can't be more than a friend. It's, it's a shame you can't say hi back. I've had men psychoanalyze why I've gone into another direction and they express what they believe is true and they think that they are right. And one of the things that I've learned, I've learned two things. Men are emotional. They just hide it. Some men wear their heart on their sleeves and some do not. Some men hide how they feel. Some do not. <laughs> some men are overly emotional. But men are emotional, but their emotions is different from a woman's emotions. Some men can't handle rejection just like some women can't handle rejection. And I oftentimes have to remind people that when you are trying to have sex or you are trying to date you have to accept the fact that people will make decisions that they feel is best for themselves and you have to respect it. You also have to go back into your childhood and resolve your childhood traumas so that you can date or interact with the opposite sex in a healthy way. Just because you choose someone, that does not mean they will choose you back. You have to prepare yourself for, I'm just not that into you. Or, no. Or, you cute but you ain't my type. Or, I am out of your league, stay in your lane. There are some bums, male and female, 
that can look at another person and say, ah, this person is a come up for me. I level up if I get with this person, if I can get this person, if I can get with this person. And they will be opportunists and take advantage of the opportunity that is presented to them so that they can level up. Now, there's nothing wrong with taking advantage of the right opportunities. But when you get to a place where you are a predator and you're taking advantage of the wrong things, you put yourself in a position for everything to backfire on you and explode in your face. So you got to know which opportunity is good to take advantage of and which opportunity is best to leave on the table. Like blood money. You never want to take blood money. And what I mean by that is if you have to degrade yourself or sell out for some money, that's blood money. It's better if you earn your money like an honest day's pay and earn it <clears throat> knowing that you did it with integrity and honesty. Let your conscience be clean. If you I find that people who have a guilty conscience don't sleep at night and they don't have peace, that's the most important thing. You need peace where you live, peace of mind, and peace in your heart. If you don't have peace, you'll have anxieties. So anyhow, I have been telling particular men no to being in a relationship with them. And one person said to me, yeah, I know you have your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations. <clears throat> Excuse me. But don't let an opportunity pass you by. And I let the opportunity pass me by. I didn't think that there was an opportunity. To be honest. Excuse me. I'm having my morning coffee. So anyhow, he still pursued me. Even though I showed him I wasn't interested, my actions spoke. Now, I had already said to him, listen, you want a relationship I do not. I may not be the woman for you. You know, I've set goals for myself for this year, and I have every intentions on accomplishing them. And that's, you know, just what it is. And though that is true, I have every intentions on accomplishing the goals that I set for myself for 2020. The real reason was I just wasn't that into him. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't want him. It's just him. I'm not interested in him. 
but he continued to pursue me. There was another one whom he was really being slick, y'all. He was being slick. He, he thought he saw an opportunity. He pounced all over it. And he was, it was like too much too soon. And I was like, no, I don't know enough to feel comfortable, you know, with you. So I'm going to let this pass because I don't know. And I was really just going off of my, my inner man. And he got upset and was like, well, I guess a real man is too much for you. <laughs> Very opinionated and judgmental and too much too soon. It was a lot happening. And so, <laughs> the second thing I've learned is you really cannot let your mindset or your emotions cause you to develop a complex because of someone else's judgmental opinions. These same judgmental people hate to be judged themselves. They can't stand it. They love to judge other people, but they don't want to be judged. They like to hide how they feel. They like to be sneaky. And they're, they're very childish. When it comes to judgmental people, I always say, they may change, they may stop doing certain things on the exterior, but the core of who they are never changes. And so I personally stay away from judgmental people, whether it's a male or a female. The person that told me I can't, he's, you can't say hi back, you can't be more than a friend. He had a thing with telling me what I can't do. And I said to myself, why does he always speak those things into the atmosphere? Tell someone what they can't do. He reminded me of when I was in my 20s. And people who were about 20 or 30 years older than me would always tell me what I can't do, how I can't succeed, what I'll never accomplish. You'll never amount to be anything. So forth and so on. I'm not the only person who heard these things. But this guy, he reminded me of that. And what I learned by the time I turned 32 was that these people saw my gifts and my talents and they wanted to stagnate. They wanted to kill my growth. And the only way that they could kill my growth is by speaking these word seeds into the atmosphere and put it into my conscious and subconscious mind. 
it's like a, a word curse. It's like a, a, a juju. These people, I've learned, when I watched them, when I really looked at their lives, I saw that their lives never really amounted to be anything. That they never made their mark in a positive way on the earth. But really, they just didn't want me to exceed past where they were. That's all it was. They did not want me to exceed them. And so this guy who kept speaking, I can't, into the atmosphere, he reminded me of that person. Those people, rather. Because it was people, multiple people. It was like the devil was sending many imps in the form of humans to uh, verbally attack me uh, like an onslaught of verbal assault on my conscious and subconscious mind to hinder my growth and to stop me from seeing who I really am, why I was really born. It was like it was like the devil didn't want me to know my true identity. And so he sent these imps in the form of humans to speak these things into the atmosphere over my life to stop me. I remember that one day I was, I'll never forget this, I was in a supermarket doing some light grocery shopping and I was asking myself, why can't I move forward with my life? This was before I went to college. And I was like, why can't I move forward with my life? When I looked around, there was no one there to stop me or to block me. It was just me and God. That's it. There wasn't even anybody there to encourage me. There was literally nobody there. And I was saying to myself, the only person that's stopping me from accomplishing my goals is me. So I had to dig a little bit deeper within myself and say, where is this coming from? And then it dawned on me that I've had all these different people, men and women, family members, men I've dated, neighbors, supervisors, co-workers, complete strangers, all of these people verbally attacking me and telling me that I can't do something. And so it had been embedded into my subconscious mind because it had been happening year after year after year after year. It was like boom, 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 boom. Every time I turned around, just like hammering, boom, 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 boom. Year after year. And so I had to begin to say affirmations to myself. And I remember starting off with um, this cartoon, Thomas the Tank Engine, where he would say, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And so that I started off very small because I had to pluck up those seeds and replant something else, something positive. 
So I started off with, I think I can, and then it evolved from there. And it took me a long time. I'm going to tell you guys, it took me a couple of months to unravel several years of being told I can't do something. Like it was hammered into me, hammered, hammered, hammered. It was hammered into me. It was beat into me that I can't do something from every possible corner that you can imagine. But the good thing is that it only took me a couple of months to unravel several years of being told that I can't do something. So anyhow, I've gotten to a place where I no longer allow people's opinions of my reactions towards them or my behavior or the the decisions that I make for myself to cause me to have a complex about myself and why I did what I did, why I made the type of decision that I made. I don't give a fuck about anybody's opinions of me. I don't give a fuck. The minute that they're sorry asses, pay my con medicine, pay my rent, uh, put food on my table, make sure my health is good, sign a check, make sure my mind is right. The minute they're sorry asses do any of those things, then I will might maybe give a fuck about their opinion. And so when this guy, you know, he said what he said, I was like, I don't give a fuck about what you have to think. You're running a room. I have my own. You're unemployed. I have multiple strings of income. You really shouldn't even be given a chance, actually, to be quite frank. You're really not at the level of sexual attraction that I like. So you really shouldn't even be here to keep it all the way 100. The reason why I gave him a chance was because we had a lot of things in common concerning parents, relationship experiences, children, so forth and so on. So we had good vibes, good conversation. That's why he had a chance. But he was going to sit there, you know, for a couple of months. I was going to see how things, you know, panned out. And he went and ruined it by making a stupid decision. So anyhow, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) the other guy that I told him I didn't want to be in a relationship because of, you know, my goals, dreams, and aspirations, and he's still pursuing me. He thinks that he can change my mind. Just like women are told you can't change a man, men need to know that they can't change a woman. When a man's mind is made up about not committing to a person, a, a specific woman, you know women have that prerogative too. We can make up our minds. 
as to not committing to a specific man. And so this gentleman is really wasting his time. He's trying to build something with me that I never wanted from the beginning. And I was honest as much as I was willing to be to not hurt his feelings from the very beginning. And so he's still here. He inserts himself. I don't show interest. And being that Valentine's Day is coming up, I'm going to take that opportunity to not speak to him at all. Because I'm sure he'll call or text because it's Valentine's Day. I'm not going to respond to show him again. I'm not interested. So I just wanted to hop on and share my experience with you guys, the Unicorn Club. I always say I don't network the podcast. So anyone that comes across this podcast and hears it, that was divine, divine aligning. There's something in it that you had needed to hear from my voice. It was confirmation. It's letting you know that you're not crazy. You're not bugging out. You're actually seeing what you're seeing and you're not alone. So to reiterate my, the purpose of this podcast is a man cannot change a woman's mind. The same way, <clears throat> excuse me, a woman cannot change a man. It is up to that woman to look at a man and say, oh, I want him. And though you may choose a person, the person has to choose you back. It can't be a one-way street. It can't. The second thing I want to reiterate is don't let anybody's opinion of you cause you to have a complex about yourself. Use affirmations to build your confidence and your self-esteem to create a resolute mind. So that when people judge you, you can say, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Seriously. Because you have to be that way with people. People, I've noticed that they will sit back and think about why you did what you did. And they're dumb enough to actually go and express that to you with the belief that they are actually right. They'll believe it. So you want to you wanna read in between the lines of um, people's immaturities. We have children in a, children mindsets in adult bodies. The third thing that I want to reiterate is if you're told that you can't do something, do it twice and take pictures. But you know what I notice about social media? People are nosy. They are very nosy. They really don't care about what it is that you're doing or how you're doing it. 
They're not going to, let me rephrase that. They don't care to support you. But they're very nosy about the latest of what's going on with you. And so when you're told that you can't do something, take pictures and post it on social media. <laughs> They'll see it. <laughs> and I like to write little, you know, captions on pictures that say, they tried to bury me not knowing that I was a seed. <laughs> or the very thing that people didn't want me to know about myself, God revealed it to me anyway. <laughs> so you go ahead and you use social media to your advantage because people are nosy. So, um, don't just don't allow anybody to tell you that you can't do something. You, when you want to do something, whatever you set your mind to do, give yourself a time frame, set your pace, you know, at a, a decent rate. Don't go too fast, don't go too slow. Research what it is that. You set your mind on doing and only speak to people that you know have been there and done that. Don't tell it to people that's not doing anything at all. Don't tell it to anybody that can't help you. Don't tell your dreams, goals and aspirations to somebody that can't help you. I, I had told the person that I'm not interested in, like, listen, I'm going to go register for schooling. I want to get my um you know, registered nurse license, and you know what this person did. Can't help me. He can't help me at all. Whipped out the calculator on the cell phone and said, oh, my friend works at New York Presbyterian Hospital and told me that the RNs there make such and such amount per hour. And I hear all this clickety-clacking on the cell phone. And he done multiplied the hourly rate by 40 hours a week and came up with $2,000 a week. And he said, oh, it's only going to take you about a year and a half to finish the schooling. And that's a lie. It, it don't. It's quite interesting how much he knew about a registered nurse, how they become a registered nurse, and he has no interest or desire in being a registered nurse himself. Why are you counting a paycheck that I don't even have? Why are you thinking about how long it's going to take me to get through schooling? Why all of a sudden, now that I've mentioned this to you, you're, you're, you're really trying to build something with me? We're trying to get in now so that when these paychecks come rolling in, your bum ass will sit in the house with some freaking food cooked that I done paid for thinking I'm going to be appeased. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He will be long gone before 
I even start the first day of class. And so this is what I mean when I tell you that people are dumb enough to actually tell you what they're thinking, what they're up to, their little plots and their plans. If you just pay attention, if you listen, listen more than you talk, you'll hear a lot. Listen to what's not being said, you'll hear a lot. Listen with your spiritual ears and not your natural ears, and you will hear a lot. Make a decision based off of what makes logical sense instead of your emotions, and you will save yourself a world of heartache. So, per usual, I don't went off into a rabbit trail. <laughs> Anyhow. Per usual, I do hope that you have learned much and you gleaned much and that you will apply these things that you've learned and begin to make some changes. I do hope that you grow spiritually as well as naturally. I hope that you will set yourself apart as you are a royal priesthood unto the Lord. And I want for you to stand out from the crowd and to be different from everybody else in the way that you can be different from everybody else is simply by being mature you be an adult make adult decisions make responsible decisions think things through before you do them speak before you think i'm sorry think before you talk shalom